Guten Morgen, Banacion. I'm uh, Bear from the interwebs. You're probably aware of that. Double, double, double dot bearindependent.com. If you can't spell Bear Independent, sorry, man. Um, I think there's a kindergarten down the street. You should go talk to him. Uh, we are going to do the brief today. It's the 26th of July, 2023. As always, the show is brought to you by my bad hair and rowdy eyebrows. Um, and also refugemedical.com, of which I'm the founder and CEO. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, do all the YouTube stuff. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody I love. That's correct. That's what you're supposed to do. Nostra Dumbass, 5 by 5 Mucho apreciado as the Oblon in the Espanol. I, Gina, the Obamas, um, yeah, Hunter. Let's see if we can tie this all up in a nice, neat little bow. Bear Independent Brief, 26 July 23. The United States is bolstering its military near the South China Sea via strategic military deployments. Recently, a U.S. nuclear-powered submarine arrived in a naval base in South Korea, which is the first deployment of that kind since 1981 that we know of. Unsurprisingly, North Korea had a temper tantrum, and fired two ballistic missiles off of its east coast. And Japan's Ministry of Defense also reported that other ballistic missiles launched by North Korea fell outside of Japan's economic zone. So they didn't hit Japan, didn't hit the waters that are technically Japan's area, but they did fall outside of Japan's water area. Uh, not the ages, but the, the economic zone is, I believe it's, what is it, 14 miles it's a 14-mile question mark zone, something like that. What's up, Ghost? Good morning, everybody in the chat. So it, it didn't hit inside of J Japan's territorial waters, but it hit outside of. They hit outside of. Connor Brown, like the live stream, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree, Connor. Yeah, hit the little thumbs up button. These launches by North Korea pose no immediate threat to U.S. personnel or allies, but North Korea has said that the submarine deployment could justify its use of nuclear weapons. Eh, that sounds a little bit like uh, when the Kremlin, Putin and his buddies were saying, depleted uranium rounds are akin to the use of nuclear weapons and we're going to deploy tactical pocket nukes on the soil in Ukraine. Like, no, that's retarded. That's none of these are facts. <clears throat> of course, North Korea has never let facts get in the way of their ability to use missiles, so whatever. North Korea's continual threatening antics are, of course, an old story, but recent events allow a fresh view. This week, two officials will be visiting North Korea in what will be the first visit of its kind since the pandemic. Russia's defense minister and a high-level Chinese delegation will both be present for the Korean War Armistice Anniversary. The Russian Defense Ministry said in a statement, quote, this visit will contribute to strengthening Russia-North Korea military ties and will be an important step in the development of cooperation between the two countries. From the perspective of North Korea, according to defector and researcher An Chan-il, quote, North Korea has always touted its Korean War armistice anniversary as the day when North Korea and China fought together and won. As Pyongyang needs Beijing's support as much as ever, it is expected that there will be the greatest hospitality ever 
for the Chinese delegation, end quote. Now, interestingly, in other news, uh, minor thing, China has increased uh, its imports of crude oil by 40% and its stockpile of diesel fuel by 25%, which is a curious oddity because their manufacturing, their exports, their um, internal transportation, their real estate markets are all, I wouldn't say they're in shambles, but they're on very shaky ground. So their economic output is down but they're increasing their stockpiles of crude oil by 40% and diesel fuel by 25%. And as we know, the leadership asterisk in China has said that they will take Taiwan by force if need be by 2027. So certain analysts out there on the interwebs are saying, yeah, they're stockpiling fuel because it takes fuel to prosecute a war. Maybe other analysts are saying, no, it was just an accounting error. They accidentally bought, uh, 40% more crude oil than they usually buy. I will uh, resist. (laughs) I will resist the temptation to uh, make crude jokes about Asians and math, but I find it hard to believe, right? I see, I see a smirk on the face of the COO over there, but I find it hard to believe that uh, they accidentally (laughs) ordered way too much diesel fuel and crude oil. So. Let's see. It's recently, recently been reported that hackers linked to China gained access to email accounts of the U.S. ambassador to China, Nicholas Burns. Hmm, surprising as well as Daniel Crittenbrink, the Assistant Secretary of State for East Asia. No big deal. Uh, Forget the fact that Russia and China are participating in the North Korean Armistice Day, whatever they call it, Korean War Armistice Anniversary. Forget that. Uh, And is it largely ceremonial? Yeah. Is it potentially just one more step in the pathway towards more proxy wars in Southeast Asia? Yeah, that's also possible. Because uh, we have a long and storied tradition here as the uh, United States of America of fighting proxy wars in Southeastern Asia. Wouldn't surprise me if we're, if it, we're due for another one, says the reptilian overlords. And now, of course, China has hacked the U.S. ambassador to China and the assistant secretary of state to East Asia. That occurred during the targeted intelligence gathering campaign that may have compromised more than 100,000 U.S. government email accounts. Color me surprised. I had no idea that that would happen, right? Thumbs up from across the room. Who'd have thought? (sighs) FBI Director Christopher Wray said back in April of this year before Congress that, quote, the scale of the Chinese cyber threat is unparalleled. They've got a bigger hacking program than every other major nation combined and have stolen more of our personal and corporate data than all other nations, big or small, combined. Eh, end quote. Not overly surprising. Just as a, a brief um, interjection here. Yes, everybody knows that China hacks people, steals intellectual property. You know, they do all the dirty underhanded things. You know who's number two for that? at least when it comes to um, the acquisition of intellectual property. Does anybody know? It's not who you're thinking. 
Nope. It's not America. No, it's your dumbass. It's the French. It's the French. Many corporations do not allow their people to bring any of their devices into France because of the, uh, thank you, militant, because of the widespread uh, midnight requisitioning of intellectual property in France. So there's a thing for you. Where do international relations stand? Currently, relations between North and South Korea are at a notably low place. Typically speaking, when you draw a line through the middle of a country, relations are probably not going to be very good. Um, Generationally. Let's see. North and South Korea are at a notably low place. And tensions between the U.S. and North Korea and the U.S. and China are unusually high. Yeah, because Whiskey Alpha Romeo, bro. South Korea has even temporarily suspended international airline services to China as their relationship with the country is growing more rocky. Recently, a meeting in D.C. has resulted in a stronger maritime policy between the Philippines and the United States, as well as increased operational cooperation. Trilateral cooperation between those two countries and Japan was discussed as well. One of the opening remarks at that meeting was made by a foreign assistant secretary for maritime and ocean affairs, Maria Angela Ponce, who stated, quote, the rising tensions and critical situation in the West Philippine Sea and the South China Sea and the persistent and evolving challenges to the rules based international order drive us to enhance ways to respond faster and in a more coordinated and effective manner. Thanks, Tommy Guptal, for the two bucks. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, In other words, according to this mouthful of a title, Foreign Assistant Secretary for Maritime and Ocean Affairs, Maria Angela Ponce. Um, Should be weird in the South China Sea. We should be we should have some like ships and boats with people with guns on them because should be weird in the South China Sea. Okay, okay. Tracking. And as stated briefly earlier, China's economy is not doing so great. It's just not doing so great. They. Uh, apparently overreported their population to the tune of 100 million people in the key demographic of 25 to 45 year olds. They just don't have those people, uh, which it's kind of hard to or they don't have near as many of those people as they said they did. And it's kind of hard to produce with an economy without people in the prime of their working life. And they don't have that right now. And they're a net importer of energy and food and uh, technology as recently discussed, and their real estate market is crumbling. There are people protesting in the streets, like not one or two, but you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions. It's bad over there. And so it's probably, uh, that probably enhances their timeline for invasion of Taiwan because they're only going to have that opportunity for so long. And things are kinda, kinda falling apart for China fiscally. But it, let's say, for example, here, just for some odd reason, uh, the American petrodollar wasn't doing so hot either. Maybe it would make sense to invest in tangible assets like 40% more crude oil than you bought last year or 25% more diesel because the strength of your currency is weakening. Also, we know that China just printed up, they didn't even print it up, they typed it up on a computer, 90 trillion dollars 
for their economy. $90 trillion. They just typed it up. And you know what they did with that? They bought tangible assets with it. Ah. Ah. Now, I mentioned earlier, before we move on to the guy who was found dead at Obama's house. And that's how you get kicked off YouTube. Uh, I mentioned earlier that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming. Um, the show is brought to you by Refuge Medical. I'm going to tell you more about this at the end of the brief. But the kid of the week is this right here. This is the bare minimum. How big is it? It's about the size of my hand. It's about that big. Uh, weighs as much as two loaded AR magazines. You got your cat tourniquet on the outside, shears on the outside, and then all of your trauma medicine and boo-boo stuff inside of here. These are selling like hotcakes. It's Wednesday, so you got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get your hands on these um, before the store closes at sundown Friday. So I would just recommend, you know, if you're like, huh, tangible assets, you say, Bear, what might that include? You know, precious metals of all types, gold, silver, brass, lead, um, you know, maybe even plastic ballistic tips, whatever you're into. Um, you know, your, your typical beans, bullets, Band-Aids. Well, you know, if you need some Band-Aids, Refuge Medical. Dot com. Always HSA and FSA eligible. Made in America, guaranteed forever. 84 lives saved to date, by the way. 84 lives saved to date. So, you know, our shit works. From RT.com, uh, not RefugeTraining.com. Russia Today, RussianPropaganda.com. Curious little thing, um, man found dead near Obama home identified. The Massachusetts police announced on Monday that the body found in the water outside the estate of former U.S. President Barack Hussein Obama was of his sous chef, Tafari Campbell. The 43-year-old African-American reportedly drowned while paddleboarding. We're going to we're going to we'll read the article and then we'll have some commentary. Quote, Tafari was a beloved part of our family, end quote, Barack and Michael Obama said in a statement released on Monday evening. Now, and you might be saying, why would you, why would you call Michelle Michael? Oh, because uh, Michael's mother in the state of Illinois, it's funny, in this, the state of Illinois does not recognize sex changes. So you're in a legal format. So whatever your birth gender was in order for Michael's mommy, when she died to leave her uh, last will and Testament to leave her earthly belongings to, and I quote her son, Michael, it had to state her son, Michael. And there are, there are pictures all over the internet of this. Um, Wow, Michelle has such toned arms because that's a dude. She's also got a toned Adam's apple. Um, yep. I, I know. It's like Michelle lifts, bro. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not being facetious when I say Barack and Michael Obama because that's what Michelle Obama's mother called him. Michael, just so we're all on the same page here, YouTube, before you try and give me another strike. Appreciate you. 
and we're done. <laughs> quote, Tafari was a beloved part of our family, end quote, Barack and Michael Obama said in a statement released on Monday evening. They met the sous chef at the White House and asked him to stay in their service after leaving in 2017. I wonder why. Quote, he's been part of our lives. He's been part of our lives ever since. And our hearts are broken that he's gone. End quote. Are they? Because we have a few other things to look at with this scenario. A 911 call from the Obama estate said an adult male had disappeared underwater on the Edgerton Great Pond on the south side of the island around 7.45 p.m. on Sunday. Hey, um, you guys go out kayaking bef right before sundown? In 2017, this guy posted and said he did not know how to swim also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Talking about how he would love to learn how to swim someday. Mm, curious. I don't know about you, but usually kayakers yep. know how to actually swim. Also, I might add, let's say you don't know how to swim. Uh, the body was found without a uh, personal flotation device. Hmm. Huh. Curious. Hmm. Yeah, because I always go kayaking about 30 minutes before sundown, not being able to swim without a personal flotation device and without telling anybody that I'm going kayaking. The man was described as African-American wearing all black clothing, but not a life jacket. Police classified the call as, quote, a possible drowning, end quote. The search eventually involved Massachusetts State Police, the Coast Guard, Edgerton Fire, Dukes County Sheriff's Department, firefighters combed the shore, and the police went door to door. The only things recovered on Sunday were a paddleboard and a hat, however. When the search resumed on Monday morning, the body was finally found using a side scan sonar mounted on a Massachusetts environmental police boat. Police said they located the remains about 30 meters or 98 feet from the shore at a depth of about 2.5 meters, which is like, what, seven to eight feet. Just outside, just outside the Obama estate on Turkeyland Cove. Police said that another paddle boarder was on the pond at the time and observed the man slip under the water. His identity has not been revealed. Mm, yeah, because he's getting the talking to right now. You can have a suitcase full of cash or we can ruin you. You pick. Martha's Vineyard and nearby Chappaquiddick Island are the favorite summer destinations of wealthy Americans and celebrities. Obama bought the seven-bedroom, 640-square-meter waterfront mansion overlooking Turkeyland Cove in 2019 for almost $12 million, which is interesting for a guy who never had a real job and was in, air quote, public service his entire life, and the president makes $400,000 a year, uh, to have, oh, it was because of his book deal. Yeah, it was because of a deal. It had nothing to do with his book. You really think people buy and read president's books? They don't. I've, that's a great point. I've never actually seen that book in person. There, It's in a warehouse somewhere. The book is just part of the money laundering. Just so. Uh, from uh, a different article on the interwebs uh, in context or in reference here, quote, while the Obamas can't grieve enough at the loss of their personal chef, netizens took to the news of Tafari Campbell's death rather strongly. In fact, as soon as the news surfaced on social media, people pointed out how this wasn't the first time that a White House chef died by drowning. Earlier in 2015, Chef Walter Scheib 
also succumbed to drowning in New Mexico. Back then, he was the head chef hired by First Lady Hillary Clinton, wife of President Bill Clinton. Interesting. Super interesting. Um, also, apparently, this uh, Tafari guy had been posting workouts that he was doing on Instagram from this other article at sportskeeda.com. In fact, his fitness highlights, the guy who just drowned, on Instagram showed him practicing the backstroke, freestyle, and other kinds of swimming strokes for a continued 40-minute swim workout. And he drowned in seven foot of water, 100 yards from the shore. Interesting. Well, very interesting. I pulled up the quick data. Yeah. You pulled up the quick data. I pulled up the quick data. In time. Bob from Refuge Medical, everybody. If you were curious, in a maritime profession, so a profession in which you work near or on the water, you have less than a 2% chance of drowning <laughs> with the current life-saving technology that we have. <laughs> I don't know what the percentage change for chefs are, <laughs> but it must be high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing to see here. Um, and I, I bring all this up. <laughs> Off time said, that's the effing tourniquet guy. That is the effing tourniquet guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what an interesting life we lead. Um, I was messaging with uh, my buddy John at SOE Tactical the other day. I think, so there's a guy on the inter internet right now who's been talking about and this is me quoting random guy on the internet. <clears throat> Biden is not going to finish this term. Something bad's going to happen, or they're just going to say he's too old. Grandpa needs to stay home and eat ice cream and sniff kids, whatever. So then Kamala Harris will basically run the last year of this presidency. And based upon the wokeness of the Democratic Party, the only person that you can replace an African-American female with is another African-American female. Big Mike, Big Mike. So here comes Big Mike. And I just want to be on record that I have been saying they're going to run Big Mike for two years. Right. And that's and then they're going to and then they're going to come out and they'll be like the Obamas embody the entirety of the equity and equality rainbow. <clears throat> yep. And that's when the revolution starts. Yes. Literally. So gay. Well, and there's Joan also. I know. Yeah. Well, there's. Yeah. And then Joan Rivers died. Yeah. Joan Rivers out of the Obamas. Right. And then she died. Uh, there's also a guy who's been making the rounds on the Internet. Hey, if you got to pee, go pee, homie. I, I know. Go, it's just so I know. <laughs> um, the, the guy who's talking about how um, on several occasions he was contacted by Barack Obama, arranged for, arranged for this guy to be in Obama's limo where Obama smoked crack, he snorted coke, and then he uh, performed acts on the president. And then the following day after the first time that happened, the president showed up at his hotel room, knocked on the door, and like basically said, let me in. And then they proceeded to do the same thing again. 
And he said, I have, this has happened on multiple dozens of occasions, and I will swear under oath in front of Congress that this took place. So, so, yeah, uh, we're going to have our first trans president, or at least that's who, there's a strong possibility that's who the Democrats run uh, 2024. So be on the lookout for Big Mike. That Adam's apple is real. She has great arms because she is a dude. And if you've been reading your Bibles lately, you'll know that shit's an abomination. We're not allowed to do that. Last thing I want to touch on while we're talking about abominations, uh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden uh, this morning has a court date uh, where at said court date, Hunter Biden is going to get misdemeanor slaps on the wrist for possession of drugs, insider uh, trading, tax evasion, and illegal possession of a firearm. And on the one hand, I'm like, that's BS. Throw the book at this guy. On the other hand, thank you for setting the precedent for all the rest of us. Because if I ever get in trouble with the IRS, I'm just going to pull out that case. Here's case law. It says right here, I get a misdemeanor and I don't have to give you any money. Oh, sir, you're traveling with an illegal weapon. Awesome. Here's case law set at the federal level that says I get a misdemeanor. I don't have to give you any money. Thanks. So I'm just just throwing that out there. Also, interestingly, the scuttlebutt is that the uh, certain House Republicans submitted an amicus to uh, the judge in this case based upon whistleblower testimony that the IRS basically turned a blind eye to all the shady dealings of Hunter Biden. Well, allegedly, Hunter Biden's representation, his attorneys, called the court, acting as the Republicans who submitted the amicus bill, and said, hey, um, we want to take that back. We don't want to enter that into evidence. We don't want to do that. So when the court called back, to the Republicans, are like, do you really want to not do this? They're like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, you just called us. They traced the number back. No, it was Hunter Biden's attorneys. So I don't know if that's illegal, but it feels. It's <laughs> I don't. It's definitely. I think it's in that gray area between legal and illegal. But you're definitely misrepresenting who you are. I'd say it's obstruction at a minimum. I really do feel like the bar should care about that. Also, I'm not an attorney. I don't even play one on YouTube. I don't know, but I have watched Suits enough times to know that, like, who said that? Who said that? Carl Ray. This is my first live. This is good. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, and Carl, by the way, that's the show for today, man. <laughs> that's that's what we got. That, that's, this, is, this is the best that I got, Bear Nation. Um, so listen, if you're one of them peeps that jumps off when it's time to talk about the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, value exchange. Links in the description, as always, down below on all these things. Again, if you're new here, share the show with somebody you love. Carl Ray, I'm talking to you. Subscribe, ring the little bell icon. I appreciate y'all. What's up, Be America? Uh, Patreon.com. This morning we had a Caleb House Q&A on Patreon.com. We uh, Patreon is like a prepper consultancy. You ask the questions, I give you the answers. And enough people had asked questions about Caleb House, which is our juvenile human trafficking restoration facility 
that I did a Caleb House Q&A this morning. So if you always wondered, like, how does that actually work? What do you do? What does it take to do what you do? Like, that's on Patreon this morning. Um, Patreon is $5 a month. That will be changing the end of this month. So if you want to get in and get grandfathered at the $5 tier, I recommend you do that uh, ASAP because it's the 26th of the month. So uh, link in the description on, there on Patreon. Chock full of exclusive content. RefugeMedical.com. As I've mentioned, not a shill. Uh, I own the company. So, you know, I, yeah, a little bit of a shill, but definitely not 100% shill. The kit of the week is the bare minimum. Which, by the way, we got to change the description on the website because it says bare min. And if people are looking for the bare min, like if you search for minimum in the search bar, it doesn't come up. So if you could if you could relay that, um, the bare minimum right here, there are many like it, but this one is mine. Outside, you got your uh, ballistic nylon portability, durability, Molly, PALS webbing compatible, made in America, guaranteed forever. This is the Henry Lever action of first aid kits your grandchildren will fight over who gets this when you're dead because it'll still be around okay um and then uh we've got a cat tourniquet on the outside here a real cat tourniquet committee on ttc recommended windless tourniquet right there not some fake chinese knockoff got my shears here and then the way this works is you just grab the lid pop the lid open see the red handle you pull the inner out of the outer so the outer gives you your portability and your durability. The inner gives you your capability. Pop this open. And look, all my stuff is triaged. It's laid out. Good to go. Knock on it. Look at that. Now, some other companies, your glow stick might come out when you do that. Or the rape whistle might come out. Or the unintelligible nine feet of paracord might come out. Or some of like your band-aids and, and other shit might come out. But see, the funny thing is, we actually make our stuff for people who put their lives on it every day. Like, you know, Naval Special Warfare, U.S. Army Special Forces, Marine Recon, SWAT teams, uh, Air Force PJs. Like, they actually use our shit and we prototype our shit with them so that by the time it gets to you, you don't have to worry about your rape whistle falling out of your kit. All right? So inside of this kit, I've got my tourniquet on the outside because we're working the March algorithm here. Massive bleeding, airway, respiratory circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. I've got my tourniquet for arterial bleeds in the extremities. I've got quick clot back here, right there. It's my quick clot and my wound packing gauze and my pressure bandage for um, <clears throat> wound packing in our junctional areas. For massive hemorrhage, that's going to be your neck area, your shoulder area, your pelvic girdle, and your ass, your hips, okay? That's all wound packing. I've got gloves right here because if it's wet and not yours, don't touch it, man. You don't want to get the ickies from somebody else. I've got rolled gauze for circulation, minor lacerations. I can use it for wound packing if I need to. I have a Sharpie if I want to draw a mustache on somebody in the back. I've got a burn tech dressing right here. For burns and i've got not one but two chest seals right here because you have left and right lungs in case you didn't know and oftentimes with penetrating wounds to the pleural space aka when you get a hole in your chest you have an in hole and an out hole and both of those need to be plugged thus two chest seals 
And so from the March trauma medicine standpoint, yeah, got you covered. But unfortunately, Susie has had an inner ear infection for nine years and her balance is terrible and she's constantly falling off of her bike. What do I do down here in this bottom pocket for like boo-boo stuff? Well, by popular demand, Band-Aids. So many of y'all have said, Bear, it's awesome that you make stomp bags, SEAL Team Operational Medical Packs. I need a Band-Aid. Okay, cool. So we put Band-Aids into this kit. Band-Aids, steri strips for wound closure right there, small and large steri strips. Got a gauze pack, two by twos, four by fours, five by nine gauze pads inside of here. And then I've got my OTC wipes, povidone, iodine, BZK, antiseptic towelettes, triple antibiotic ointment, sting relief, et cetera, et cetera. It's a little bit of a boo-boo triage there as well. This kit, not on sale, just every day, is 219 bucks. Um, somebody said, when are the OD green kit shipping? Thursday. So today's Wednesday, should have them tomorrow uh, to ship out. Huh? Okay, cool. Gotcha. Um, if you're on Patreon, you have a discount code as well that you can use. So be sure to take advantage of that. Uh, and that's the bare minimum. HSA and FSA eligible 24-7, 365. Yeah, that's what we do. 84 lives saved to date, the most recent of which, uh, praise Yah, was another attempted suicide that was stopped with a cat tourniquet out of a bear fact. So, and that's not the, that's not the first time that has happened. In fact, I was looking over our list of lives saved, and I believe it's four suicide attempts that have been prevented with our kits, which is amazing. Um, that's near and dear to our hearts as an organization. And so we are, I'm just thankful that people were in the right place at the right time with the right equipment to be able to stop that from happening. In fact, let's just go here. So 84, I'm sorry, 83 was uh, life 83 was a suicide attempt life 84 was a uh, workplace serious uh, laceration uh, let's see number 70 was an attempted suicide uh, in the oil field number 69 was an emt who arrived on scene uh, for an attempted suicide with a woman who had a cancer diagnosis um, n71 was a law enforcement officer on uh, suicide prevention. So 69, 70, and 71. Life 69, Life 70, and Life 71 were all suicide prevention, as was Life 83. Um, but we have 84. Here, you want, you want to screenshot that? Can you see that? There's, there's just a list right there, okay? 84 lives that have been saved to date. You screenshot that. Look at it. From cars and ditches to redacted stuff of special forces, guys doing stuff, to law enforcement officers injured in the line of duty, to workplace accidents, uh, just all over the place. So, refugemedical.com, y'all. Refugetraining.com. If you need to know how to use your kit, go to refugetraining.com, please, and thank you. 
we have classes in the store right now. We have Oklahoma classes upcoming. We have some classes on the road in Boise, Idaho, and in Indiana at the Puritan Barn uh, from uh, John from Now UC TV, partnering up with him over there at the Puritan Barn to do some classes. Um, so it's hard to quantify what exactly refuge training does. It's civilian TAC med, tactical medicine for y'all. It's civilian TAC med. We just got done training. How many officers were in Bartlesville? Over 50 officers in Bartlesville from 15 different agencies, 50 officers from 15 different agencies. So we train law enforcement. We train military, we train fire and EMS. We also train y'all. Tammy, uh, what's up, Tammy? I met Tammy. Refuge training is intense. It's awesome. Thank you, Tammy. So, like, there's not anything to really compare it to because most other trainers are going to sit you in a classroom, give you death by PowerPoint, and then send you on your way. Even in our classroom settings, you are like responder one, you're getting dozens of reps and sets for tourniquet applications, wound packing, chest seal application, etc. And then beginning in responder two, you start working scenarios, an individual scenario and a team scenario, uh, motor vehicle accident. Um, I, I can't tell you all about the scenarios because I don't want to front load you if you're going to come to class. And then in Responder 3, Responder 3 is a 10-hour outdoor physical event that is civilian tactical medicine. And there's nothing else like it on the market. And that's not me saying that. I've had six Green Berets tell me that. Six. Like, there's not another person who trains civilians the way that we train civilians. To train civilians with the intensity with which we train civilians. In fact, um, Carl and Emery from Tactical Rifleman were at a class we did in Waco last year and Carl pulled up and he gets out. He's like, yo, what's up, dude? What's going on? Hey, uh, what unit is that? That's not a unit, Carl. What do you mean? Those are civilians. And he just starts belly laughing. He goes, holy shit, dude, you do that to civilians? Like, yeah. And they pay us. Like, <laughs> it's like that, right? So anyway, uh, refuge training. If you want real capabilities, not just uh, some warm, fuzzy feel-goods, if you want real capability, please come to class, refugetraining.com. And last but certainly not least, Grindstone Ministries and Caleb House. Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. You can go there, find out more about our efforts to stand in the gap, uh, to actually do stuff anti-human trafficking, not to fundraise, not for PR, not to make a story based upon the life of bear, you know, that's funded by the Clintons in Hollywood. Nope. Oof. Oof. Uh, we actually, we actually do stuff. We are, we actively right now have children in our care who have been rescued. We have actively right now have bad guys that we're targeting. We actually do stuff. So if you'd like to be a part of an organization that does stuff, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. And uh, if the spirit moves you, if, if it doesn't, I don't want your money. Spend it somewhere else. Donate it somewhere else. If the spirit moves you, grindstoneministries.com or calebhouse.org, you can sign up for online giving if you'd like to participate, if you're convicted. And of course, Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, 
our brother Sauce Facts Not Feeling shirt and our brother Rex is the real dope shirt. The proceeds from all of which go towards funding uh, the construction of our restoration facility. So check that out. It's Wednesday, y'all. I think it was a pretty good brief. I think it was a pretty good brief. I hope you all have a blessed day. Shalom.